Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. Are y'all ready for round two of winter weather crud? Because I'm not, <laughs> but it's coming anyway. But so is spring. Uh, so don't forget that. We're, we'll get through this winter and we'll get back to, to brighter days. Uh, my name is Tim Harris. It's 10 o'clock. It's time for Tim with Tim. Uh, I know my, my signal's been wonky this week because of the weather. It's probably not because of the weather. It's because every kid in Warren County is out of school and home watching Netflix. And so that slows our internet down here at the church. But anyway, I'm glad you're with me. We're finished in the book of Exodus today. Exodus chapter 40. Um, these last chapters have been tedious reading, I know that, uh, and uh, I don't apologize for it, it's God's word, and I think it's been good, but I think you now understand why way back in 2020, I, when we were just kind of, you know, getting through and I started Tim with Tim to, you know, in the pandemic, I didn't know about that we'd be reading the whole Bible through, so I stopped, I stopped when Exodus, you know, stop being good. I mean, I don't mean that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I stopped right before all this tabernacle stuff because I thought these people aren't going to do that. I, I misjudged you. I thought you couldn't handle it, but obviously you can. And, uh, and God bless you. Chapter 40 is beautiful and I love it. Let's take a moment and talk about some of the, the, the high points and then we'll talk about what comes next. Um, Moses finishes the tabernacle. I love it. It is the end of the book of Exodus, so I encourage you to think, you know, stop and think about some ways in which chapter 40 is just really a fitting uh, ending to the Exodus story and also the, the, the theological theme, because um, they're just, again, I'm just sort of amazed by it. I love the way uh, we end with, you know, the community here having built this tabernacle for God to dwell among them. Uh, the word tabernacle comes from the Hebrew word uh, shakan, sh shakan, I don't speak Hebrew, uh, I read it, I don't speak it, shakan, shakan, um, it means to dwell, it's just to dwell, and so the tabernacle represents God's dwelling with his people. I, I find this amazing personally. Uh, I know that when I'm mowing my yard, okay, bear with me, when I'm mowing the yard uh, in the summer, and, uh, and I'm out here, it's like an hour and a half, two hour job at my house, um, I love when my wife just chooses to come outside and sit on the porch. She doesn't have to do that. I know that. She's busy. She got other stuff to do. But she also knows how much I like to be with her. And technically, when I'm mowing the yard and she's on the porch, we're not together. But I know that she has chosen to come outside and share my space. You know, she's at least going to see me when I round the house, you know, every time. And and I'm going to love that. And she knows I love that, you, you know. And it's just that choice of the one I love her choice to, to just choose to come be near me. The fact that God, the maker of the universe, would, would choose to come and dwell with his people. Like, yeah, he's close. I mean, he's, there's no place where he's not already. It's not like, you know, he's not with us. And it's not like we're doing anything for him. That's what I mean. The fact that he loves us, the fact that he would choose to come dwell among us is, is just, I mean, you just, you know, go ahead. You know, explain that to me if you can. The wonders of his love is just so magnificent. And, uh, and I love that. The tabernacle just means to come and dwell. You know something else cool? In John chapter 1, what is it, verse 14? where it says, talking about Jesus, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That word is tabernacle. So it's the word became flesh and tabernacled among us. You know, So this tabernacle at the end of the book of Exodus, it, it is a picture of the God who is with us, God with us, Emmanuel, right? But it's also this, you know, this, you know, 
pre, uh, preview of Jesus who would come to be with us. But then get this, uh, as you see at the end of chapter 40, when the glory of God in the cloud come and fill that tabernacle, you know, that's what happened when the Holy Spirit came and dwelt inside you. I mean, soak in that a minute. Can you imagine Moses, like the scripture says that once the glory, you know, and, and, and that Hebrew word is, 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 is kabod, when, when the glory came, glory isn't just something, you know, like an aesthetic term, like that is glorious, you know, or like something, that, you know, is just spiritual. Glory is a word about weight. It's a, it's a physical kind of manifestation. And, and so when that glory of God came and filled that tabernacle, it pushed Moses out. He couldn't go back in. Now he had been inside. And I, I love the description of all the ways in which Moses, you know, is is, is finishing up the tabernacle. Y'all ever seen the end of Fixer Upper when Joanna Gaines, like, I forget what she calls it, but that's like the night when everybody leaves her by herself and she stages the house and she sets candles and potpourri and, you know, little thingies all over the house that you can later buy at Target. Uh, you know, Joanna Gaines, uh, she goes through and she, she stages the house. It's like what Moses does at the end of at the end of Exodus in chapter forty. Moses is by himself and he goes in there and he stages the tabernacle. He sets everything up and then God moves in and poof, Moses goes. Up. Moses can't be in the holy place either. You know he's not the priest and so he gets pushed out. And um, Moses could not have imagined what you and I know every day as believers, and that is that that glory of God, that manifest presence of God, the Holy Spirit has come and tabernacled inside of me, made my heart his tabernacle. You know, all of that glory, all of that magnificence, his majesty, his power is, is living in me. Moses couldn't have imagined it. And all of the amazing details of chapter 40 can't begin to begin to imagine what God had in store for you and me because of Jesus. Anyway, that's where my brain goes. But anyway, a couple of other things. Uh, just pay attention to how many times that phrase, just as the Lord commanded him, is repeated. I think it's, I count seven times. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's seven times, just as the Lord commanded. That repetition, of course, stresses the fact that Moses is completely obedient in finishing the tabernacle. But, but it's more than that. Obedience, by now, surely you've learned. Obedience isn't just following orders, you know? Because, you know, a robot can follow orders, follow basic instructions. Um, when Moses obeys God, it's... It, it, it points to, number one, the fact that this tabernacle isn't just this amazing artifact of human craftsmanship. Like, it ought to be in a museum. It probably ought to be in a museum. But, but it's not just, because I'm thinking that. Last night I was talking to Idiot Church, and it's like, you know, that Bezalel could roll gold and hammer it and turn it into thread. Like, what? And it's this amazing testament to human, you know, craftsmanship. But, but at the same time, everything that happens is just as the Lord commanded. You know, so it's not just human craftsmanship. It's it's this divine and human collaboration. God commands it. God designs it, and then the human beings like Moses they carry it out. And and isn't that still what we do? You know, to obey is to participate in God's work. God invites us into what He's doing in the world. You know, to to make His dwelling among us, and you and I get to participate in that, but only by obedience. So obedience is truly not just following orders, it's, it's participating with the, the divine work of God in the world, but, but also, don't miss this, it's the maintenance of relationship. It's the only way 
to be in relationship with a God who has the authority to command our lives, we obey. And so Moses' glad and free obedience is, uh, is a maintenance of relationship. Remember how in, was it Exodus chapter 8, verse 1, when Moses says, let my people go, speaking of Pharaoh, let my people go that they can, that they can worship me, you know? And so, you know, for me, that's how Exodus chapter 40 sort of closes the book because these aren't slaves anymore. They're worshipers. They're worshipers. And their worship is in every way characterized by obedience, but it is glad and free obedience, the obedience of a liberated heart. You know, it's not the obedience that comes from following the orders of a harsh taskmaster, your Egyptian overlords. No, no, it's the obedience that comes by being set free by a God who loves us so much that he will come and dwell among us. And so in the end, the cloud, you know, is what fills the tabernacle, but also what guides them along the journey. They don't move till God moves, but then when God moves, they move, you know, I mean, that's the story of my life, right? Yours too. Well, we, we go when God says go, we stay when God says stay, and it is a continuing journey uh, with him. Uh, that's it, y'all. That's Exodus. You did it. You finished the book of Exodus. You didn't think, I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't think you would, but you did. And so here we go. Wasn't that good? I love Exodus. That was, uh, I, I, again, every time I put something off because I'm thinking it's going to be boring for us, and then I read it, I'm like, man, what? Well, that was so good. And, and I, I really like that, y'all. Uh, listen, uh, what's next? We got a lot of psalms through y'all. There's like 150 psalms in there, and I think we've only read 50 of them. So let's uh, let's just, just drop back and do some more psalms, okay? So for tomorrow, we're going to do two. I think we'll, we'll do the psalms, but we're going to do two at a time. We're not going to finish psalms. I expect we'll do another 50 or so, okay? So probably 20, 25 days in the psalms. Can you do that with me? Uh, so two at a time. So for tomorrow, read Psalm 52 and 53. All right, for tomorrow, Psalms 52 and 53. I love you guys so much. Uh, thanks for Exodus. Uh, thanks for being my partners in the Word. Uh, thanks for being my friends. Uh, don't forget to uh, comment, to talk to one another, chat. Uh, don't forget to uh, share any of your insights from Exodus chapter 40. And I will see you in the morning, Lord willing, uh, 10 o'clock for 10 with Tim, Psalm 52 and 53. I love you guys so much.